happening, everyone? Oh, welcome back to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and returning for season eight is Reinhard. What's up? What's going on? Glad to be back. Yes, glad to have you back. Dogbot, hello. Howdy, y'all. Howdy. And down in the dungeon, taking notes, it is Grognak. What's going on, guys? What's happening? All right, we are uh, live streaming. We don't have a we don't have a really great new song for the uh, Nationalist Inquirer yet. Uh, Femi Camp band leader has one. He has one. Uh, it is just not ready yet. He apologizes, and it will be it will be ready for next week's stream. Though, how about that? That's awesome. Yes. Also, Gro- also, Grognak sounds a lot better now. For anybody wondering, he just does always wear like a spacesuit, so he's still going to sound a little bit like that. We- yes. For yeah. those of you who haven't yes. listened, hi, Grognak. I always have the helmet on. He always has the helmet. The Moltar helmet. Yes. He's basically <laughs> the, the Moltar. helmet stays on. Yes. Space goes coast to coast. Yes. <laughs> No, the the season eight music for the topic shows actually absolutely sounds fantastic. So I can't wait to hear any new music that FEMA Camp has for us yes. for Nationalist Acquirer. Yes, FEMA, if you're listening, you're now on notice, bro. Bro. Well, the website is uh, back to normal. Uh, it is just the paranormies. If you guys look on the stream, you see it. Just the Paranormies logo. Look at it. Look, Look at, at it. it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What's in the logo? <laughs> what's in the bo- What's in the box? <laughs> oh, what's in the box? That was, that was honestly, I don't know. It was one of my favorite David Fincher movies. That was Fincher, right? Yeah. Seven. What? Seven was David Fincher, right? Oh, Fincher. Yeah. Oh, I, I I thought you said adventure movies. David I was like, you mean like I did too. You mean, you mean like the Goonies? Yeah. No, it's like my favorite. Seven, my, seven's just a like a '90s version of the Goonies. My, yes, it's it's very very much an updated, more uh, refreshed. They they ran it through the lens of Friends, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, not, it's yeah. a it's a more it's a more chill Jumanji. Yeah. Right. Right. So right. everyone was Jews. <laughs> a more chill Jumanji. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of Jumanji, has anybody seen The Rock? I no, still but, have not. No, but I, I saw Romancing the Stone when I was no, a kid okay. in the 80s. It was terrible. Don't. You're, I know you're doing the thing. But The Rock has not been seen since um, I don't know when, but I heard. Well, I heard. Now, this may be just some conspiratard crazy talk, but I heard he had. A leg amputated, maybe two. But that might be just be some Q tier Hillary. Watch Hillary's assassination video. <laughs> Not assassination, but uh, some um, execution. That's the word. Yeah, so some l- altruistic autiste said that, yeah, he had both legs amputated. And this comes right after the whole Black Adam thing where his movie got put directly on HBO Max. Right. Yeah, he's well, not I, I thought really bad, but nobody saw him. Yep. I thought a lot of cape shit enjoyers really liked the black adam movie well they did that's not the point 
the point is, oh. is that yeah, is that uh, the Rock himself is like missing. Well, I, like, I really need much him like to come Ye. back. Much like yeah, I really need him to come back uh, because I'm patiently awaiting for the sequel to Dune. Doom. 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 Yeah. Doom. Yes. Oh, it 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 said nobody else ever. Oh well, it was one of the best sci-fi horror movies of the mid aughts, but uh, you know, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, well, I hold on, hold respectfully on. Respectfully disagree. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Considering like maybe nothing came out that year, okay. Like, if that was the only movie that came, if that was the only sci-fi horror movie film that came out that year, and you had nothing else to watch, I guess I remember seeing it on HBO. It was terrible. Uh- other than Splice, can you name even any other sci-fi horror movies of the aughts? Splice didn't come out that year, though. Just now, Star, now, Stargate uh, Season 9. No, that's, no that's wait. Not... Stargate Season 6 wait came minute, out on wait HBO wait minute, that year? <laughs> yeah. But that's not that's not uh, sci-fi horror movies. Right. No, no. Yeah. But no, Splice Splice came out later. But uh, I wouldn't call Dune Doom the best of the of the mid even early aughts. I mean, yeah, it wasn't. I, I thought it was a fairly faithful um, representation of the video game. Okay, I will give you that. But it's, I mean, as a video game goes, it's pretty much just run around killing shit. Right. So yeah. should, what about Alien so you, versus Predator? So it should be easy to nail. Alien right? versus Predator, I wouldn't necessarily call sci-fi horror. I wouldn't even call Doom sci-fi horror. It was just a wait. Neither were really horror. Right. It's it's actually it. I'd say it's pretty dang hard to capture sci-fi horror in a film. Aside from like Alien, Alien did it really well, but in the modern era, it's it's pretty hard to do that. Alien, think, so, Alien much, res- so much of it is like it's it's in like Alien video games registered as a really good horror movie as opposed to just a sci-fi movie because of the amount of suspense yeah you, know, you didn't see a- the Alien Resurrection was the one w- uh directed by the uh the French guy right I don't the, the French the French guy that did City of Lost Children and Delicatessen like they oh. gave him an American they gave him an American movie and he and he went full like pretty much Batman Forever with with Alien, <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. It wasn't my. That's not my favorite. The first two are the best. I don't remember. I kind of like Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Pitch Black was nineties. Uh, was that Vin Diesel? That was ninety eight. That was two thousand. It was. I thought it was straight two thousand. Pitch Black yeah, two thousand. I like yeah. that. Okay. I thought it Pitch was, Black was really good. Wait a minute. Which one? Pitch Black came out after the first Fast and the Furious, right? Yes. Why do we first always Fast and Furious? I thought was like ninety eight. That's what I'm, I think I'm confusing. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then the live action Vin Diesel film came out in like oh five, oh six. Hmm. And no, the Fast and Furious was two thousand one. Was it? Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Triple X. That. Oh man, Triple X, that was Wow. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I might be confusing it. Yeah, wow. that's that's I, I remember I, I remember when 
uh, Vin Diesel went on The Daily Show to promote Triple X. And instead of talking about Triple X, basically, Vin Diesel was going on and on and on about how the how Pitch Black is just the first in a series of movies about the character Riddick and how it's going to be a giant like it's going to it's going to be bigger than I think I think he said it was going to be bigger than Star Wars it was going to be a huge you know sci-fi I remember trilogy. that yeah and it ended up being a flop and, and Fast and Furious was his big series and he's like he's like I think I think you're here to talk about Triple X though and he, he just he just he wouldn't get back on point well Triple X was 2001 Triple X was 2001 yeah. Uh, yeah, Pitch Black was two thousand. Fast and Fur- I'm sorry, Fast and Furious was two thousand one too. Oh, that's right. Wow, you want to know something weird? I was in kindergarten. Triple X was two thousand two. I'm sorry, Triple X was two thousand two. No, so I was in kindergarten, uh, two thousand, and I was in first grade when, uh, uh, what is it, uh. Fast and Furious came out. Wow. God. 2001, you were in first grade. Yep. So where were you when the, did you see the planes too, Reinhardt? Did you see I actually planes? did. Oh, you want you yeah. saw, you were on one of the planes, he right? He was on one of the planes. Yeah, he was he was on. You're on you were on like the nose of one I of was, the planes and you, you jumped no, off. Was, gonna, yeah, hang on guys. I, I was getting I was getting up. my wings. The there you go. There you go. I was getting my wings in the cockpit while the uh the assailants were being fought off. Right. Here's the um, Michael. My, thank you, Michael, for um, sending. Oh, by the way, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us tonight over on uh, Pilled, over on D Live, and over on Odyssey. I'm not going to click through to all those. Can somebody do that for me and say hi to everybody? It'll, it'll, I'm on the stream. So, um, but Michael sent us an email. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for sending us the email. But um, it says you're no plan theory busted for 9-11. I don't know. We, we had a plan, and it was about no plan. No plan. It was no, no plan. plan. No plan, no plan. No plan. It was the plan. No, plan. no it says uh, here is a released video of a plane hitting the tower during the 9-11 attacks, 9 attacks. I guess you need to change your no planes were used during this attack stance. Released a few months ago from a camcorder taken at a different angle. This is 9-11 Kevin's video with raw audio. Includes swearing. Um, Kevin's Kevin was video, probably a film student at Columbia. Right. Kevin's film. <laughs> well, no. Kevin's film was the one that was recently found. It was an account that was, um, it was from like 2000 or 1999. But there was no videos. Right until the, I don't remember what the deal was. Reinhardt, you remember this? Oh yeah, we had. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about it with Simon Shack, but I know that we have talked about this multiple times no. over the past season. No, we didn't. We, we, this was not when we brought up with Simon, but um, this was one of the ones that came out. Turns out this guy was like FBI. This Kevin guy or something was it FBI yep. or he, CIA or he, something like that? He ended up being a what is it? A low level analyst or something? Yes. Yes. With an alphabet agency, but the sure, point is, just, this thing has been ripped to shreds, not just by us, but by multiple entities. This is also, another one it's of still those. on YouTube. Yeah, right, it's still on YouTube, and also, this is right up there with, ha, there was a brick company in Pittsburgh. So your whole Tartaria theory is busted. But we ended up having, actually, you ended up having a good, uh, good conversation with that guy. Yeah, he ended up, yeah, he ended up being quite... Quite okay. This guy just wants to, you know, 
First of all, if you're going to come at us with stuff, proofread at least the heading to your email. <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, if you're going to mo- actually us, at least, you know. Yeah. Spell check. Spell plane correctly. Nigga, spell check. I, Jeez. Listen, I mean, there definitely was a plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, Simon, Simon Shack's uh, theory about what happened on 9-11 is just the most plausible. That's all. It's not the most plausible. It's it's the most it's the one that makes the most sense, especially when you look at all of the quote live footage at the time that the live footage was allegedly shown. None of it, none of it makes any sense. It's not that it's plausible. It's what it is. There's a difference. <laughs> it's not just plausible. That's exactly what happened. You can see, you can see the rendering. You can see like uh, the helicopters being in the wrong places. You can you can see the cut scenes. It, what the weirdest thing is that when you break it all down, it's so sloppy, but it doesn't need to be like it didn't need to be precise in order to fool the entire world. No. Yeah, it's true. Just especially like, then. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, like it was so much easier. What I said the other day on um, when we were talking about the actors on television. I mean, it's so much easier, you know, to fool people on television when you don't get to watch it all the time. Like like when these politicians are on TV all the time now, right? Biden's on television um, a million times more than Reagan or Nixon, or right? And those guys were barely ever on TV. Well, just yeah, like those those guys had far less effort they had to put in. Right, exactly. Somebody like Donald Trump, who was on camera twenty four hours a day. Joe Biden, you know, uh, Jim Carrey was on camera. Not as much. <laughs> not as much. You know what I find funny? Uh, it's a whole other thing. Wait, no, I'm skipping ahead. Um, but yeah, when you have when you have something like nine eleven, where they can just they were just ramping up. I think in two thousand one, they were really just ramping up the twenty four hour news network with the double Chiron on the top and the bottom. And right, am I am I correct in? Well, even even CNN in two thousand one, you still had like the end of the broadcast day where they would you know do the right. national anthem and and play the American flag and right. What was the deal? Why why does anybody know why the national anthem at the end of the day? Uh, late night programming through the frequencies and music notes. I don't know. Do they even do that anymore? I'm pretty sure they don't. Every no, chip, no, no. They they swap to uh, infomercials at about two fifteen or three fifteen. You got to get that money in. Yeah, the infomercials that nobody's watching. But, but yeah. So, I mean, that was the again. So that was the beginning of the era of the twenty four hour news bombardment, right? Right. Nine eleven. Yeah. So. So yeah, I um. It wasn't. It was easier to when when you only had a few clips and nothing was high def and everybody still had regular tube televisions and you know, no, no, again, nothing was high def. So they could, well, and you had you already had ten ten plus years of buildup from Desert Storm all the way to two thousand one of mm. anti Iraqi Middle Eastern sentiments anyway. So sure, sure, they've been building that really, up since the ninety three since the ninety three World Trade Center bombing. Exactly. So you had obviously a ton of built up emotion, aggression already there. All you have to do is play on it, throw a few sloppy clips in and boom, that's what you've got. Yes. It it really is like a it's the first bookend of that 20 year period between 9-11 and COVID. You see the difference in 
the say the production between the two oh. ops. Well, now you have now you have CGI and green screen technology that you didn't have back then. And AI actors AI and all actors. that. Oh my goodness. AI actors, AI voice actors. Speaking of AI, AI voice actors, holy cow. So uh oh. What? I'm not playing any of those clips. What what wait, which clips? Hermione Granger saying the N word? Yeah, yeah. All the all the oh, AI oh, clips. Oh, okay. Of, yeah, I, I, or or the Richard Spencer speech that I heard. Oh yeah, they they did Richard Spencer too. Yeah. Oh boy. Wait, they did? I feel like yeah, the, you can well, just play actual Richard Spencer speech. Well, no, you you can't because which one? I'm fucking mad. I'm pissed off. I'm going back down there. We're gonna go down there every week. That one. Wow. Well, what happened to your voice? That was there, my Richard. Bro? That was my Richard that Spencer. Is, yeah. That is that is amazing. Like that? I have never heard you make that voice before. <laughs> I, somewhere, I, don't even, I I don't even know what that is. I've done some somewhere voice somewhere somehow. Tila Tequila is throwing up a Roman. Oh yeah, right. I know. <laughs> um, that you know what? How did anybody? Looking back, how did anybody not look at the Tila Tequila arc and be like, "Yeah, this is a gay op." I I don't I isn't that someone from MTV? Like, wasn't she like a VJ or something? She was. She had uh one of those romance shows, like um, like what oh, was so name? she had one of those VH1. Yeah, it was like a uh, taste of like Tila or shows. something like that. Yeah, it was Tila Tequila. So it was like a taste of Tila or some shit like that. And you, there was guys that would try and date her. I guess I don't remember. Man, it was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But that's there was where no self esteem involved. No, that's where she was famous. Her and um, was her and Flavor Flav had the show, The Flavor of Love. Uh, Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. Rock of really Love with bizarre. Brett Michaels. Yes. But then they, they then they did a spinoff with uh, the the plastic surgeon Jewess that that was the runner up. Uh, from Rock of Love, like it was called Daisy of Love. And I, I remember watching some of that. Okay, you and, know way more about it than I do. No, it was it was one of the most bizarre pieces <laughs> of television ever ever created. I, like, it, I think the most bizarre piece also, of television also, was also, the uh, was also the Vanilla Ice, also Vanilla Ice on whatever their celebrity show was. Oh, they, that was the they, where it was like the Where Are They Now type deal. They're bringing yeah, them back, except they, except, except they were making them all live together. Yes. And he had like he had like a full on meltdown and started destroying everything. Who was who was he in the house with? I remember one. I remember he one was, season. It was he like was with Red. He was with Red Sonia. Okay, and, so uh, and that, Flavor Flav. Okay, so yeah, that was the the Bridget Nielsen Flavor Flav arc that literally nobody expected, but they gave it to you anyway. Those guys then they end up getting married, like Hollywood married, but still. Grognak, check that out. Did Flavor Flav and Bridget Nielsen look that shit up? Um, anyway, good lord. Now, VH1 was such a terrible channel back in the day. Like it started off as like the music videos that they wouldn't really play on MTV. Right, they weren't quite cool enough. They're like the stuff your mom would listen to, maybe. Uh, Bridget yeah. Nielsen, I don't think ever married Flava Flav. No, they did a show together, but like, I don't think they officially got married. I thought they did. Yeah, she, like a... they did a show together, but they were never together. Man, VH1 no, knew how to milk 
their their reality series. Man, if that's what you want to call it. I actually enjoyed the I Love The series. I love the 70s. I love the 80s. I love the 90s. Okay. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they were they, they were fine. I enjoyed those shows back when they were on. Yeah. Oh, Johnny, the show. Uh, thank you. Well, I'm not going to say the name, but thank you from Odyssey. It was a shot at love with Tila, Tila Tequila. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Yes, the Tila and Richard Spencer arc. I was always yeah. waiting when watching the Rock of Love thing for one of the women to lose it and pull off Brett Michaels' stupid bandana. I wanted I wanted to see what kind of male pattern baldness he had rocking under that bandana. Mm. Man, I, I, VH1 had some really crazy shit going on. There was all kinds of stuff. Flavor Flav had had two seasons of women trying to date him there was there was the tequila tequila shot at love yeah there's that one there's the brett michaels one they had all kinds of celebrity like romance shows it was like the bachelor but like b-list it's terrible it's pretty terrible yeah is vh1 you know, even a thing anymore um vh1 will always be a thing i Okay, well, I'm, but that's... I'm pretty sure it's still around, but it kind of limps along. Okay. Hmm. Like MTV, MTV, I'm pretty sure is still around too. It's the same thing. They just kind of limp along. They don't, they don't play music videos. There's no need since YouTube got so big. There's no need right. to do that. So it's all terrible reality shows. Hmm. But um, uh, back to your original point, Johnny. VH1 was where they played the soft rock videos. Yeah, and the, all the and stuff the, that your mom would listen the, to. Like, yeah the ballads and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, your mom's music. You could almost guarantee that Never Gonna Give You Up was going to be on. At least you, at least once a day. You know. Yeah, in the rotation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and whatever that... Uh, what was that? Um, Richard Marks. Kenny, that Kenny... Yeah, Richard Marks. That Kenny G song, the that one song he had. That's odd, because the first time I ever saw um, the music video for Slither by Velvet Revolver was on VH1. See, you're also, you're, you're also nine. So yeah, you came into Velvet Revolver. You came in Velvet Revolver. You came into VH1 when VH1, like way after VH1 was ever even just a music channel. That's fair. Yeah, like I remember when VH1 first came out. It was like MTV and VH1 came out. And it was like, what was the purpose of VH1? And then I was like, oh, it's to watch. It's to have all the videos on that I don't really particularly care about. It's to know not what to watch. But if you, you well, know, no, you don't care about. But I, I, the channel was really weird because it was on for years after it ended. It just was like an echo of a channel. What VH1? Yeah. Well, they they have like they had a VH1 Classics, which is where they would actually play music videos, and then the regular VH1 was just stupid reality shows. Yeah, I, I do remember at one point seeing VH1. It went into like you know on on Comcast or. Um, direct tv how they have like all the music channels vh1 mm -hmm. started doing those and yeah. then yeah the main vh1 was just all reality stuff yeah and then they had like vh1 the 60s vh1 the 70s vh1 yeah. right yeah i used to always wonder i was like man like black sabbath made music videos in the 70s like in the early 70s it was just like them on a stage with like a bunch of like lava lamp effects behind them 
Oh my god, that that was always weird seeing videos from the very early 80s and late 70s before there was actual MTV or anything. Yeah, it's like, okay, I thought MTV was the invention of the music video. Where did these videos come from? Yeah, Aether just brought up a good point in the pill chat. Uh, he said, my era went through the same thing with Fuse. That was that was what I knew. Oh, Fuse was, was Fuse. yeah, wasn't Fuse where, um, what was the metal, what was the metal show called? Um, I don't remember. But that's, I remember it was like, the, it took over for like Headbangers Ball and all that kind of shit, yeah. Yeah, but Fuse, yeah, they had like a lot of the alternative and, and dipped into metal. What was that metal interview show that they used to have on cable in the early 2010s? Oh, man. Had the stand-up comic and and like it had like two it had it had like two other guys and they were just like complete, the fat ugly guy complete, Brian Poseidon. Yeah, they were completely autistic about like who played what on every album. And, oh yeah, I didn't. I I watched. I can't. I don't like that one guy. And he just annoys me. And I can't watch. I watched one episode. I know the show you're talking about. And if you was, like that, just listen to Metal Up Your Fash. Yeah, absolutely. Go check out Hook. That was Headbanger the Ball. No, wasn't Headbangers Ball. No, it wasn't. Head- oh my gosh! No, no it was a, it was a, it was a later, it Down was a later yes. replacement. It wasn't even on MTV. It was on some other channel. It was yeah, a, yeah. But Headbangers Ball went. Um, Adam Curry, Ricky Rackman, Jamie Josta. The end. wasn't Adam Curry. It was Adam Curry was the first. Yeah. Oh wow! He was the very first. Giant hair looked like he should be singing for somebody like Def Leppard. You know. He he looked like he would have been uh, part of the Mars Volta. Maybe. Yeah, he had that giant Cedric. <laughs> gigantic feathered hair. And, yeah. <laughs> and they brought in Ricky Rackman, somebody with quote street cred, a Jew. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Keep your keep uh was it keep one foot in the gutter, one fist in the gold. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And then Jamie Josta was like, he sold out. Wow. Speaking of just terrible people, uh, can I can I shift gears for just one second? Sure. So this this just reminded me from all the insults. Uh, Jacinda Ardern resigned. Horseface finally resigned from New Zealand PM position. Yes. She said she has been brought to her limit. She has nothing left to give. Really? I mean, what, was it going to turn her into glue? <laughs> yeah, that that was my first thought. Like they're sending you to the factory. Well, yeah, just so we're gonna actually do news now. I guess whatever. I didn't have I, I didn't know. have this in the stack. Do you have something I can put on the screen? Uh, yeah. Hang on. Throw, throw me something I put on just the screen. Pull it up. It yeah. it just reminded me. Just Jacinda Ardern. Well, she's yet another in a long line of people who are stepping down from positions of power, um, who were instrumental during the COVID op. Distraction. Sorry. Um, oh yeah. Well, and and you know what's funny? So uh, there's one link from the Guardian. Here's another one that I found actually this afternoon. Um, Where you I was just scrolling around, and the headline is that there oh, it is. Yeah. Um, it's popularity of New Zealand's ruling party soars after Ardern resigned. Well, no shit. Everybody hates it. <laughs> it that thing with the penis. That's a dude. That's that's, that's that's a totally a dude. There's the hallway walking picture where that that shit's just flopping around. That is that is Sarah Jessica Parker's final form. 
How will you remember Jacinda Ardern's time as prime minister? Well, it, what's so weird is even remembering that New Zealand has a prime minister. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, like, like who cares? You know, like it's like an, it's like an Island with a population density of what? New Jersey. Maybe, maybe I less. Have, I think maybe two less. islands with less. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like, it's, it's like, we don't care, but but that one. Oh, that and one partner. Because of the co- that one because of the COVID operation. You guys, you guys made guys, itself prominent. If you look on the screens, Jacinda Ardern and her partner, Clark Gross. Ga- Gayford, Clark Gayford. Oh my God! I remember when that was an insult. What Gayford? Oh, it, it was it was called that metal show. Yes, it course. was that metal show. Of course, it was. Yes. Clark fourteen Gayford. fourteen seasons. Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah, man. When I, I, I watched a few. When I, I when I go back and, and and you know listen to some of my favorite songs, and I realize what year that song came out, then you realize how old you are. I don't care about that part; just how old the guys are that made that music. They're older than me, dude. When Speaking I went to of the guys, Mis- are- when I went to the Misfit show and realize that Glenn Danzig is 67 years old. Glenn Danzig old. shouldn't be up there doing that anymore. You should just stop it. 67! Yeah. Speaking of things that shall not be, um, Pantera shall not be on uh, whatever the German... It's not Wacken. It's the other music festival. They dropped the Pantera... The, the, the quote, I'm using air quotes, Pantera from their lineup this year. Uh, I, 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 too refuse to have anything to do with that why because it's not pantera pantera is the abbott brothers okay it's not pantera stop calling it pantera it's not pantera it was daryl and Vinny's band to begin with so so is it a tribute or is it it is is it a reunion it is phil calling it pantera it is not pantera it's not just phil it's rex okay it's phil and rex but it's mostly phil it's Rex, half the band. Rex, it doesn't matter. The only two members it, of the band that matter are dead. It okay. You say the only two members of the band that matter, but Phil's vocals and lyrics were incredibly important to the entire construction of Pantera. Oh, oh, okay, then he can do a spoken word. Then <laughs> I just imagine him with bongos. <laughs> I don't give a shit, dude. Like that, it's not Pantera. <laughs> Go out there and do Phil Anselmo prevent, presents a vulgar display of Pantera. Do that again. But don't, I, and that don't, was awesome. Yeah, I, I saw, yeah, that I was saw awesome. That at, I saw that at, at a very intimate venue. It was, it was, it was kick ass. Yeah, who and who played guitar? I don't know. Right, Does, <laughs> I don't know. So, no, no, but, but one of the guys in the illegals. That's, you know his band. So. Right, I understand. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter, right? This is Zach Wild getting up there. Do, no, sorry, I just not. It doesn't. And, and well, Charlie Benante. Is it because Zach Wild is too stiff as a guitarist? He can't really capture the. No, but, it's not Pantera. If you want to call it, you know, like like he did Zach Sabbath, you know, like that's totally fine. I'm okay with that. But the band was founded by the Abbott brothers. Dave Lombardo was on drums when I saw the the thing with the illegals. Okay, Dave Lombardo is, it, is the is the biggest metal whore drummer there is. He's a whore. His why why? Because he's played for literally everybody. Because he's good. No, I know he is. He's like a session drummer. I get it. But that doesn't make... I mean, 
doesn't mean anything though. Like, you know what I mean? He's not he's not Vinny Abbott. He's not Vinny Paul. He's not, you know what I mean? It's not I don't know. I, I figured maybe as somebody from Texas who was like a, a Pantera fan, you would understand that. But like, wow, I'm a little, no, no, I'm a little taken aback. It's it's very sad that the Abbott brothers are no longer with us. God rest their soul. Right, but but like, what is wrong? Who's a good with, drummer, man? But to get together with two other people and call yourself the band that these men founded, they have the blessing of the estate of both of the brothers. Uh, whatever that's it's gay and it's they have the blessing of Vinny's estate they don't have they don't have the blessing of what's her face I can't remember her name the one that they should just move on at this point they really should they really should like what you you, you think they should do damage plan songs no do anything else Uh, yeah there's like no reason to do it It, it's there's no reason to do the fans don't like it like the most fans don't like it like there's been more uh bad there's been more bad commentary from fans than positive commentary. I, I I'm you can I'm dis- unfamiliar with this commentary that oh. you speak of, but okay. Okay. I, okay. I, I don't okay. I don't I okay. don't discount be- that it exists. Okay, okay. They got removed based, from one of the biggest on your festivals. reaction, I, I I understand. They got they got removed from one of the biggest metal festivals on earth. This year, because uh, because of it, so yeah, I'm sorry it didn't it didn't make it to your newsletter. Anyway, hmm. I yeah. mean, there I mean the tickets for them and Metallica and this part of the continent wide strip mall are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, sure, so because I, it's Metallica. So and, I'm not I'm not going. No, no it's Metallica. No. I wouldn't go anyways. Even if even if they were free, I wouldn't go see Metallica and Pantera. Not now. It, uh you got. Okay, come on, Johnny. Let's let's come back down to earth a little bit. What are you if talking? You I've, free, seen Meta- you, I've seen Metallica. I've seen Metallica so many times. To see if you had free tickets to see Pantera and Metallica, this rendition totally of Pantera, go. no, I would not go. I I want nothing to do with that. Seriously, will you be outside with a sign? No, I'm not a faggot, dude. I mean, there's a difference. Okay. I'm not calling you a faggot. No, I I'm mean, standing saying, out there with a I'm sign. Just saying if you, I'm just saying a faggot would do that, yes. ticket, I'm just saying if you had free tickets to Pantera If I had free Metallica, tickets to go see Metallica right now, I would give them away. I would scalp them. I would make money on them. I have a zero interest in seeing those old farts up there playing songs that sort of sound like Metallica. The new album that they put out, that one song that everybody's already, all the YouTube guitar nerds have already covered 8,000 times. I forgot what it's called. Um... It's like something supposed to like a Greek epic name. What the fuck's it called? Anyway, no, I have no interest. I have no interest in seeing those guys play. They were great when I saw them in the eighties, in the nineties. I have no, I have no reason or want to see them. Honestly, even being as young as I am, I would not want to see Metallica today. Dude, it's not the same. I've seen no. a recent-ish show of theirs within the past ten years. It's not. They're not the same guys. It's not the same band. I don't even think those are the same people. Maybe Lars. <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite concerts of all time was seeing Faith No More, Metallica, and Guns N' Roses. The Guns N' Roses Metallica tour was awesome. I got to see them after he blew his arm up, and uh, the guy from Metal Church played. It wasn't Faith No More that opened though? It was Living Color. It was Living Color, Guns N' Roses, and uh, Metallica on the tour that I saw. That is that is a really good lineup with Faith No More, actually. I yeah, the, that would yeah, love the, to see that. Yeah, the guitarists of Faith No More came out with Metallica and performed like four songs. It was really kick ass. Mm. Mm. 
Was that when See, James I, had the had the cast, or was that he was? I don't remember if he had a cast or not. Okay, because if he wasn't, uh, uh, but because but part of the the video footage from from that tour made it to one of their VHS tapes that that people would play all the time. Right on, yeah. I wish I got to see him with Faith No More instead of Living Color. Yeah, I don't see. Blame I you. would, I would see, Meta- I would see Iron Maiden today, but not Metallica. I absolutely would go see Iron Maiden today because they are the same band that they were in 1987. And Senjutsu is a fantastic record. Their new album, the last one, it's actually, yeah, I was impressed. I was not expecting it to be to hit as hard as it did. It's very good. It's very good music. Where yeah, everybody else, it's a that's great their listen age. from cover to cover. Yeah, and then everybody else who's their age that releases new music, it's lame. So anyway, uh, Blind Guardian released a new album last year in 22, and it's fantastic. I haven't heard of them in years. Holy cow! Oh man, yeah, mm. I I didn't know this until like two weeks ago. Mm. We'll have to check it out. It's a really good record. I will have to yeah. check it out. Hook, you are slacking. How do we not know the new Ma- the new Mastodon record is really good. I have heard cuts off the new Mastodon because I have Pandora and it updates with new stuff all the time. New Lamb of God's pretty good too. For Normie I had Metal. No idea that Mastodon put out a new record. The, Normie Metal, that. yes. But I am I'm I'm finding I do not like it's okay. I'm the the more that the drummer sings, the less I like the band. Because uh, there's less of the drummer singing on this album than is there it? was okay. the previous the previous album, the Emperor of Sand one. Yeah, that one. Okay. Well, what happens is is he sings and then his drums aren't as busy as they need to be, and that's like one of the main reasons why I like Mastodon. Their old stuff. He's got like four different kinds of beats going on. You know. Yeah. 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 When he's taking his focus off of drums, <laughs> that, that cool. causes a bit of an issue. It's I, cool. But... I don't think any. I don't think any. I don't think any band should have the drummer sing personally. That's just me. But anyway. Well, unless oh. it's unless it's like your somebody, your normal somebody, rock or alternative band. Somebody then... didn't like Genesis. Listen, that's different. Now that's a different thing. Phil Collins is a totally different. I've seen Genesis. That was a great show. <laughs> My my the, one of the things my stepmother did do was go to a lot of concerts when I was younger. My dad didn't want to go, so he's like, he he made me, her take me, and I went to a lot of cool shows. Some of them not so cool, like some of them I didn't think were gonna be that cool, and they were actually really awesome. Like I saw Prince twice, and we saw the Purple Rain tour, and I saw the uh the one where the Corvette came out on stage but I don't remember but anyways uh, that might be the same tour actually but yeah this is one of the most amazing shows i've ever seen but okay no more music enough of that who else has stepped down besides Jacinda Ardern who else uh i remember Boris Johnson was one um didn't Merkel step down during all this is Merkel still around no, I, I, Merkel, no, she's Merkel's... still holding on oh. Yeah, Mer- Merkel has been almost voted out twice. Okay, that's almost. But she's voted. somehow, yeah, she's somehow held on. Mm. Somehow. Is she okay. still having the seizure things going on? Has anybody seen that? You guys seen that? Remember uh, she was having like, 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 it was not, almost like Parkinson's really bad in the hands. Not recently, no. Mm. I mean, not like they would report about it, right? Right, probably not. Yeah, well, I mean, they only reported on it. Um, They would only report on it when it was. uh. Like Hillary, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's easy targets there, but with uh with what's her face, um God, I can't remember her name now. Uh, it was like five seconds ago. Uh PM of Germany, Chancellor of Germany, 
Merkel. Merkel. Good Lord. Uh, no, they they would not do that. She's like I said, she's slipped by a couple of times and they it seems that they're really trying to force her to stay in. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, I, th- I think it's literally just because she's such an easy puppet to use. Hey, DB, real quick. Yeah, that's probably true, Reinhardt. Look at the screen. And if you can see, is her hand? Can you see the fingers on the on the hands there? Hold on. Those are open pilled. Mm. Hang on. <laughs> we I may have been corrected. No, I was corrected in the pilled chat. Thank you. Um, the Chancellor of Germany. So Merkel did lose. Schultz. Okay. I'm sorry. Schultz. Yeah. Yep. It's Otaf. No, Olaf Schultz. Those hands Olaf. on Jacinda are freaking huge. Right. She could. Right, right. She right. could, she could, she could win that power slap contest. Right, dude. Whoever the farrier is that has to make those horseshoes, he must be getting paid farrier. quite well. Okay, there's the there's the hands again. Look at dude's ears behind her, though. Holy shit! I know he he can hear he can hear those things slapping around as she's you know, her ears. Are, those ears are no smaller. Like, goodness gracious! So really. Uh, Beyond okay, beyond looking sad in a hijab and pushing death for anti-vaxxers, mm-hmm. quote anti-vaxxers. What has Jacinda Ardern done that has left her quote with nothing in the tank? Um, she's had to you know make sure everybody gets vaccinated, push death on toddlers. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Besides oh. pushing death on people not getting the vax and looking sad wearing a hijab, which was a weird arc. Oh, after She's the after nothing. the Christchurch, after the fake Christchurch shooting. Yes, yeah. You see one of the pictures there of her like hugging a Muslim, like vaguely. Actually, it's not even a Muslim person; it's just somebody with black hair or a black wig. Mm. I mean, she's done absolutely nothing. Right. And in this part of the country, uh, Australia and New Zealand, they have no, as far as like cable news goes, they have nothing but CNN. As far as the outside world goes, they really? have BBC obviously for their, you know, non-American stuff, whatever, uh, and then they have just CNN. So everybody there is pretty much liberal, programmed, whatever, but nobody likes her. Still, nobody likes her. I mean, isn't it like that with every Western leader, though? That's like, fair. Like nobody, nobody likes these people. No, That's nobody, fair, but nobody, I would say nobody... she's one of the most unlikable. Yeah, definitely. All right, well. Let's, well, because let's... because they live, they literally live on a paradise island, and she told them all uh, that they're trapped inside their homes, uh, you know, and the, and they and that, I, I mean, her statements on getting the vax were a lot more totalitarian than any other Western leader, except for maybe Trudeau. Oh, they 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 both come from the same school, the the World Economic uh, Forum school of finishing or whatever. Yeah. You know yeah, that, that that group of people that have absolutely no power whatsoever. The that one, WF that one's doing a lot of finishing. Shots. Yeah, what's that, Renner? The WF school, WEF school of money shots. Yes, yes. All Ew. right. So moving on before we end up having to take a break, um, this was interesting uh, because what's the guy's name? Darius Hamlin. Uh, uh, Damar De- Hamlin. Damari De- Hamlin. Demarius Hamilinius. Demarius Hamilinius the third. No, but before we get into that, let's listen. Listen to uh, Arian Foster, who is a 
former NFL football player. So let's hear what this this guy has to say. I thought I thought you'd like that audio. Yeah, it's funny. Before we started taping, uh, Arian was telling me about how the NFL is rigged and how every year he used to get a script. Yeah, day one of training camp that would mm-hmm. get dropped off at his locker, mm-hmm. and you would have to you know it was like week one you'll do this, week two you're gonna have a hamstring injury, week three this is gonna happen, yeah. week four you're gonna get three touchdowns, mm-hmm. and so then you just have to. Did you memorize those? Before the season started, would you go and rehearse the script before every game? Uh, we were really dedicated to it. So it was more so like um, that's what practice was about. It was about practicing the script. Like this is what goes on and this is what we have to do mm-hmm. in order to. Yeah. And this referee is going to miss this call yeah, because they hate you yeah. and they love the Colts. Yeah, that sort like, of thing. Uh, WWF. So it's like, you yeah, know, we know what's going to happen. But you still got to put on a show. Yeah. What did yeah. you think when you got the script in 2016 that said your career was going to fall off a cliff when you stopped believing in God? That was 2015. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's fun. Huh. I kind of want to hear the rest of that that part of the interview. I, but, bet, I bet it's an interesting yeah. podcast with sports ball guyers actually bringing up stuff like that. Uh, I mean, a lot of people can, if they're being objective, they can look at things that happened in the NFL and be able to tell that it is rigged. Sure. I mean, so the Bengals, it, like this, for example, not- for example, I came into work on Monday <clears throat> and uh, there were people that had watched the Kansas City Cincinnati game and um, there were some Kansas City fans that were extremely excited and there was a Bengals fan that was mad because he said that the game was it was all the refs the refs you know the refs gave away the game there were bad calls they had to have been getting paid i was like well you know sports are rigged aren't they he's like well now i believe it after this game i believe it they're they're blatantly obvious this this at this point like it's they're not even trying to cover up for it like remember back in the day when when you used to watch football occasionally they'd make a bad call and you'd be like oh it's terrible right but now it's it's like literally like every game has been decided by bad calls. Well, yeah. uh, in the case of in the case of the playoff game with the Cowboys and the 49ers, literally the quarterback is throwing balls directly to the other team with and he's not missing. He's looking directly at the guy and he's like I'm throwing it to you. Oh yeah, yeah. there's that, yeah. <clears throat> There's, I mean, and, you want to talk and, about the Niners and the Cowboys, or those the Niners and the Giants? Like years ago, there's one where there's like uh, an illegal man down. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that happens, especially in big big playoff games. It happens a lot. You have deflated footballs. You have uh, you know scripted calls. You have uh, guys, you know, uh, too many guys on the field. You have illegal blocks. You have, all, I mean, all kinds of shit. And the referees, the referees it's, it's, are obviously there just to. Uh, kind of direct the play so speaking of uh sports ball spoopiness with damar hamlin the conspiracy theories have broke into the mainstream discussion and so there's a lot of people that are questioning whether damar hamlin's been replaced they're questioning why he was able to hop up so early to to support his team at the beginning of the playoffs Mm -hmm. uh they're they're questioning whether uh the guy and the uh, was it a, what do they call what, the box seat? The luxury yeah, box the, up there, yeah, yeah, the luxury box. But before the guy we in the luxury hold on a second, box. DB, hang on a second. Before we get into before we get into the Demari Hamlin thing, I mean, let's let's talk about this right here. This is Arian Foster, former running back for the Houston Texans, 
He played uh, College of Tennessee. So he's come up through this sports system. Um, what do you guys make of this guy just coming out on some big... How big is this macro-dosing podcast? They have 47,000 followers on Twitter. Well, I, I'm i not sure because I'm not... I'm not plugged into that sort of sports ball thing, but I would say it's about as much as like blurry creatures or something, right? Well, hold on. Here's here's another here's seven episodes. Hang on. Here's another clip from that Arian Foster interview. What is he? What is he saying here? I heard um, like when you on shrooms, they used to tell me I I never did it, but they used to say drink milk, and that'll bring you down. Okay, so they talk about doing drugs. Okay, they talk about so. Doing they it. have an episode called Hitler is Cancelled. These guys do? Yeah, these guys do. Nanodose, Hitler is Cancelled. Let's see, the crew's back on a much shorter episode due to filming for an interview. Um, I mean, they don't that say ha- anything about Hitler in the description. That happened in Argentina a long time ago, though, right? <laughs> Who knows what happened? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I I, I want to look more into these guys. They seem very interesting. The NFL is rigged. I mean, well, to to the point of sports being rigged. I mean, just look to at like the the FIFA World Cup. You know, finally oh Lionel Messi was able to get his World Cup. Finally, at the end of his career, cementing him as the greatest, greatest of, all, of time. all time. The goat. There's the goat, the goat again. Now the goat is yes. is the pan stuff. Yes, exactly. Coming out of Argentina, which I'm sure has its own symbolism, which I mean you look at the flag, the blue and the white of um one of the imperial empires or one of the imperial powers of Europe with the sun motif, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You can go so far into that. But yeah, I all sports worldwide seem to be rigged. Hmm. I don't know about rugby. But. Okay, so macrodosing is a bar stool sports podcast. Mm. That makes sense. So there's a, a big money connection there. Oh, big time money connection. Yeah, that's how you get yeah. guys like Arian Foster on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Talking about shrooms. All right. So um, now, DB, somebody give me a uh, give me a link to pull up on Darian Hamlin, Darius Hamlin, <laughs> Denarius, Demarius, Denario. They all have so many different yet similar name just just call him pharaoh dude i i I don't have a i don't have a link handy you don't have anything nothing all right i i i I was trying to look when you go to any of the news sites talking about the conspiracy theories surrounding it the pop-ups are freaking insane yeah wait damar hamlin creates three for cp three for heart cpr challenge here's what it is let me me put this in the content chat yep I'm pop this up here because that's that's a weird thing. All right, so three for heart CPR heart. challenge. He started a campaign around CPR awareness and education. He started this. He's issuing a challenge to Michelle Obama, LeBron James, and Tom Brady. He's partnered with the American Heart Association to create the three for heart CPR challenge. What you've been challenged? Okay, let's see. Here we go. Here's his video. Let's watch the video, guys. 
What's up everybody, it's DHAM. Once again, I wanna thank everybody for the love and support over these past few weeks. As you know, CPR saved my life earlier this year on the field. And CPR could easily save your life or someone you love. That's why I'm proud to announce that I'm partnering with the American Heart Association and kicking off DeMar Hamlin's Three for Heart CPR Challenge. And of course, this one's got three steps. Step one, go to heart.org three to watch a short video to learn hands-only CPR. Step two, donate to the AHA to fund CPR awareness and education. And step three, challenge three friends to do the same. To kick things off, I'm challenging the GOATs. LeBron James, Tom Brady, and Michelle Obama, you've all been challenged. And one more thing, make sure you share your videos on all socials and tag me and have your hearts up. There he goes. There's the, there's the symbolism. There it is. There it goes at the end there. You guys see that? And there's the heart. And the three sixes. And he challenges three dudes. Three dudes. Well, I mean. Well, yeah. Who knows? I mean, who knows what those other, yeah. <laughs> One of them is a dude. There it is. So, um, yeah. Called on the goats. There we got some more goats. It's not just, it's not just messy. What's his name? Messi? Messi. Yeah. Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi. Didn't he kiss the wall? He, he, he went to the. He went to the wall. He went to the wall. Yeah. He did. He definitely did. But he's a Nazi. I mean, he's Catholic. I, I, but he's a I've Nazi. I've had people asking me if this guy is really alive or not. You know, and then, right. and then there's, is there's, he? A black, well, there's a black well, hold dude on, at work who's like, is he alive? Well, you're asking you. I've got, there are black dudes at work that are like, that they're like, I think he's cloned. You know, a lot. Well, is I mean, he? I've so never, they, I've so never they heard, really are doing that now. I've never heard relatively normal people who just normally want to talk about their sports ball talk about something this odd you know like having an open discussion of whether a guy who may or may not have died on the field is cloned or not come on well that's 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 so that's 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 so left field other than talking about tom you know Yo, Tom Brady dumped his his model wife that gave him all the kids, and he upgraded for a for a Jewess. Yeah, right. like it's it's totally different. Well, you got to think about this though. Um, there's a lot of talk about clones recently. I mean, even and even in the sports world, I've seen videos of Kevin Hart. A uh, couple of different athletes. I can't remember who was talking about. Oh yeah, I have a clone. Oh, I have a clone. Kevin Hart says he has two. And then um, who's the guy that played Daniel? What's his face? Played um, Bond. The last guy, Daniel. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Well, whoever the black chick was, they were doing an interview together, and she was talking about her clone. And so, like, it's kind of popular to talk about clones now. It's being seeded into the zeitgeist. So I've noticed it myself quite a bit over the past maybe year or so. But they are they are talking about clones. They um people are talking about being cloned or having clones. It's all entertainers, you know, obviously. And it's all just oh, 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 just jokes. And a lot of them a lot of them notice are black. I'd say the majority of the ones who were talking about this stuff are black. The majority of the ones that were just mentioned between the two of you were black. And are the black. One, yeah, and then you got the rapper that stupid not the not the island boys with the weird teeth, but one of those others just like no name mumble rappers was talking about clones. And yeah. um the the guy when we were talking about the Michael Jackson stuff, though the video about clones was talking about black entertainers that were cloned, whether it was right. C- Cedric the entertainer or 
uh, Steve Harvey or Michael Jackson or Tupac or any of those guys. So, I mean, what, what, what in you guys' mind, what is your opinion on why it seems that the black community has been focused on with this specific theory, with this specific like realm Maybe to do with epigenetic trauma of the slavery breeding camps. I don't know. Man. Okay, I'm being serious. <laughs> I mean, kind of a little bit. I I'm am being too. Serious. Not I mean, serious. kind of a little bit. I am too. I mean, maybe like. Well, no. Again, if you listen to like if you if you've gone through um like on Archaics's channel, like some of the Anuna files, where he talks about how the different races were uh, breeding. There it wasn't evolution. It was through uh, genetic manipulation and breeding. Fair. Okay. Fair point. Well, well with, yeah. with American blacks, they know deep down that no matter what avenue of popular success they achieve, whether it's, you know, on, on the, on the television or music or the sports field, they know that ultimately they do not own the product that they create. And the, by the cloning, the cloning conspiracy works very well for them because it, it just means that it, like if you begin to speak out, then they get rid of you and they just clone you and have the clone do the stuff that you won't do. I mean, it's pretty obvious that's what's going on. Yeah. So, so it plays into the fears that are trying to be placed into them. That no success is actually achievable f uh, for for fame, right? If mm. you're an American black, mm. because if you because if you speak out uh, of about any any of any of the stuff that you see or anything, they just uh, they disappear you and then they clone you. Yeah, you know, there's something to be said for that. I mean, look at the look at, no dose. Know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why couldn't it be? Why couldn't it be both? But at the same time, yeah, I mean, you know, you got Dave. People think Dave Chappelle's cloned. People think Steve Harvey's cloned. There's a, there's a lot of them. You know? Dude, even my wife is sitting here looking at commercials and like, isn't that guy had to have been cloned? Oh, speaking of which, before before I have to go, um, American Idol, Katy Perry, go go look at the most recent American Idol commercials. Katy Perry has been cloned. It is not the same person. Oh yeah. Yeah, not the same person. And, and they're not doing the. Are you sure that they're not just doing the, um. Oh, what the hell's her name? Gwen Stefani treatment to her. Eh, I I don't think so. I know that they've used the pregnancy excuse, but pregnancy doesn't seem to change the ears on a person. Oh, she got funky yeah. ears. Yeah, she's got funky ears. Huh. See, can Telegram channels actually go into stuff like that instead of, you know, trying to... Must must be a boy. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know how they say if it's such and such, that it must be a girl or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'm right, not a, right, right. I'm a guy. I can't get pregnant. All right. Um, What do we got going on here? We have... Uh, let's take a break. Um, Aether and the gang have some music coming out right from the Noisereich label. Yes. You want to help me out with this? Oh, uh, I forgot the name of the song. Oh my God, where is it? It's it's, the, it's, it's, it's this the is by the tag. texture. This is yes. by the texture, and this is a track. The, the underscore texture. Oh, the under. Excuse me. The underscore text. 
I mean, detector. they they're the one that added the punctuation. Oh, right. It's uh, you know, Esoterica it's, uh, it's not... is the name of the song, and it's three minutes and thirty three seconds long because, of course, it is. We're gonna listen to this. We'll be back in a little bit. And uh, I guess that was the end. I thought it was more of a fade out, but it was more of a hard stop. 
But so we're back. I'm back anyways. DB Grognak, you guys back? No. All right. Well, let's go take a look around Pilled, see who's on. Hi, guys. Aether, that was cool. Um, This was actually a uh, Hudson piece. So... This was this was really cool. Uh, Moose, knock it off. I liked it. Wasn't just yes, it was a yes, it was a dogbot song choice. Well, it was, but I mean, it was yeah, but I mean, this was from our friends, so it wasn't like you know, this wasn't like your normal uh, song choice of some band that nobody's ever heard of. So I liked it. I liked it. It was cool. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yes. Um, in the first half, thank you, Moose, Moose McGee. Donating there, uh, some sh shades, can, cookie. Who else we got? We got um, who else is in there? Pythagoras and Ben and Revelation, Paper Moon, Aether, Sleuther, obviously Moose. Who's over on Odyssey? Charles Montgomery, Plantagenet, Schickel Gruber. Good lord. Uh, yes, Demari Hamlin. We didn't really finish talking about Demari Hamlin. DB. Oh no, no, we didn't. But um, in in the Odyssey, Twig Right is there. Hi, Twig Right and Solus and Fourteen Reasons and who else? Fuck Julie Nailers, whoever that is. And my awesome channel, and all right, that's Odyssey. And who's over in D Live? There are people over on D Live. Jim the Madman, we was Kangs and shit. Andy Mac, Saxon Rockwell, our cloud, our cloaked unseen world. Um, oh, I don't know if he if that was from last stream or from that one, but anyways, if our cloaked unseen world is listening to this. Send us an email. Uh, definitely, we'll talk to you about the stuff that does sound like show topic material. If you go look in the D Live chat, there's uh, some stuff he posted. Anyway, Damari Hamlin. Do you think he's dead, DB? Uh, he's dead. He died on the f whatever happened on the field. Somebody died suddenly. You think? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, he got up, right? He got up. No, he he fell down. No, he got hit. He got up. Then he fell down. Right. But that nobody got up on their own volition after that. Yeah, no, he was carted off the field, and then it was all all sorts of ugly after that. So you think that that was it for him right there? That was when he died. He died. You think he died in the stadium before they even took him out? And what did it take him like thirty something minutes for the ambulance to even get there? Well, no, it took it took thirty minutes for the ambulance to leave. It was oh, to uh, leave. It was, it, was, it was yeah, it was sitting in the tunnel right. for for a while. Right, and, right. And supposed, supposedly they were waiting for his mom to to hop on board, which makes no sense because uh, in a life or death situation, thirty minutes is probably like yeah, that's that's thirty minutes you need, right? Yeah, I mean, especially if it's some sort of a heart something. If he's got the uh, what were they calling it? Commodity Cordis or whatever. Yeah. 
that, that I don't know. I, I, I don't They, I, I forgot the term for the, you know, hitting, you know, hitting the chest right when the heart beat beats is, so that it causes is, it to spasm and then stop. Yeah. That's yeah. something that doesn't happen. This is a vaccine injury is what this is. Um, yeah, I think it, he's the, it happens. Now, in, it happens in baseball. It doesn't really happen, and it doesn't even it, happen in baseball. It, quote happened once. No, it's it's happened a few times with pitchers and catchers, but it's not. It's it's incredibly rare. It's happened like seven or eight times in in, in baseball, but like it's it's incredibly rare. Well, and this yeah. is all well before vaccines. Mm-hmm, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know the. The COVID vaccines and stuff, right? But it, but it like it, I mean we're not talking, but we're 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 also also not on the professional level either. Like we're talking like college and high school baseball. This happens occasionally, like very very rarely, right? But but in football, like that that hit was not on the heart anyway. That that helmet hit was not on the heart. That. The whole heart thing is very strange. There's got to be some there. There's got to be some esoteric symbolism. I'm completely missing out on here, with him holding up the heart all the time and his heart failing. You know, all all of that crap. There's got to be. There's got to be yeah. something going on here. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, it's got something to do with the vaccine and the heart thing. And of course, you know, he got hit and it's the commotio cordis and that's your heart thing. So therefore, you know, it's because of his heart. So, you know, so therefore, uh, you know, and of course this commotio cordis, um, very rarely happens in an adult. It's usually in kids and teenagers is the, where it happens the most if it happens at all, right? It's very rare that it happens, but it happens more in kids and teenagers. According to the internet, anyways, according to, it happens to kids and teenagers more than anybody else. So, and it's literally never happened in a football game, ever. I mean, you're having, you're having people dropping like flies from this stuff. You're having Pfizer coming out and saying, you might not want to get the flu shot and the COVID vaccine at the same time. Oh, right. They're, you know, you're like, they're, they're, they're openly admitting that th- that the vaccine is causing issues, mm-hmm. but but at the same time you're not supposed to talk about it. It's okay if they talk about it. It's just not okay for us to talk about it. That's how it is with everything. It's uh, I mean it's uh, what was the uh, there was the news reporter that said oh I got the common cold and it gave me oh the, hang on the hang on myochondritis oh hang on hang on. You talking about this bitch right here? I know from my Twitter feed uh, that many of you have wondered why I have been off the air for a little while. Well, I have been dealing with a little bit of a health scare. On December 20th, I began to feel chest pains and they waxed and waned over a period of 10 days. I wasn't quite sure uh, what to make of it, but as they continued to get worse, I started to think something was actually wrong. Um, It was December 30th when I finally went to an urgent care and was told I had reflux. 
I didn't really buy it, but I was relieved it wasn't my heart. Uh, my body, though, was pretty certain uh, not to believe uh, the reflux. The next day, on December 30th, I woke up with severe pains both in my chest and in my left shoulder, and it was like a tightening in my chest when I took deep breaths. That got worse when I was laying flat. I knew enough at that moment to understand that it could mean, could is the key word here, that I was having a heart attack, especially because it was happening in the left part of my shoulder. I want to remind you, I run seven miles three to four times a week, or I did. Um, I do yoga. I don't eat meat. I don't smoke. I drink occasionally. Not right now, though, because my doctor tells me I can't. Aside from probably not getting enough sleep and working too much, I'm a pretty healthy person. But on that day, I was anything but. My husband drove me to the emergency room, and from there, the nightmare that has been my January began. I was diagnosed with pericarditis, inflammation of the lining of my heart, brought on by a virus, a literal common cold. I also had fluid around my heart that had to be drained or else it could hinder the beating of my heart. I was hospitalized for four nights and transferred from a local hospital to NYU Langone here in New York City. On January 4th, I was finally discharged after doctors drained the fluid around my heart and I bounced out of the hospital. I couldn't get out of there fast enough with the hopes I was on the mend. But that was not the end. Three days later, I was readmitted when I felt a flutter in my heart, like a butterfly. It was inside my chest. They determined I had developed myocarditis, inflammation of the actual heart now, the heart muscle. I remember being shepherded through the emergency room and wondering, is this it? It wasn't, thank God. Instead, I spent five more days in the hospital where they ran a battery of tests, adjusted my meds, and made sure nothing else was... Well, there you go. From I mean, the common cold, from the virus, the common cold, she got both myocard- pericarditis and myocarditis, not from the vaccine. though. So recently I had a discussion with uh, a friend who's an artist and we were we were having coffee at this this uh, this coffee shop and she was really upset that I had made the conscious decision not to get any of the mystery jabs. And she had the audacity to tell me that she's had, well, she's had three and she had the audacity to tell me that uh, even though she got COVID, she thinks it would have been much, much worse if she had not gotten the three mystery jabs. And, and I was just completely, I was completely dumbstruck by it. You know, she's like, you don't get it for you. You get it for everybody else. And I said, it sounds like it doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it sounds like it, it doesn't sounds, work it, at all. It sounds like it. It sounds like it doesn't do. Like you got three shots for an aggressive cold, and mm-hmm. you still got the aggressive cold. And she, and I was like, I had the thing, and she said, and if if you had gotten the vaccine, it wouldn't have been as bad. I said, what is what could be less bad than a really bad headache and feeling like crap for a day? Because that's all it was was I had a really bad headache and I felt like crap for a day and they told me I had the thing. I I don't know. Like I I don't see how I don't see how getting three mystery shots could have made that any easier on me. Yeah, there's I mean I don't think I've had it or if I did, I don't know. I may have had a cold last year, but I wouldn't call it covid. You know, I mean, I don't I don't there is no covid. So Getting a shot for something that doesn't exist just seems kind of weird to me. 
I've been uh, I've been reading that book that we got last year. Um, what really makes us ill? I've mm-hmm. been getting into the vaccine portion of that, and it is it is it is startling how long the anti-vaccination contingent of the general public have existed for for over a hundred years, and they just don't like they just don't talk about it. I mean, there was a large contingent of people like they had mandatory vaccinations in the United Kingdom in the early 20th century, and it was making everybody sick. And there was a large contingent of of people that we would consider progressive or socialist even that were in this anti-vaccination club. And there and. You know, there's a, there's a lot of regular and also a lot of regular people that are like, I don't want to put this crap in my kid's body. I don't want to put it in my body. And, and the polio stuff, too. Like, a lot of people are like, yeah, well, vaccines cured polio. And it's like, that's weird that polio disappeared right about the same time we started spraying our crops with DDT. Hmm. Strange. And, and, and they have new versions of polio in India where, guess what they do? with their crops because they have a large vegetarian diet spray their crops with ddt right it's weird how that happens and then then all the the weird stuff happened but they renamed polio in india like they don't call it polio they call it something else but all the all the symptoms and everything are exactly exactly the same as as polio but what it is is it's a reaction to ddt So I, just I, like made every, a, I made. I'm sorry. Just I like made, literally everything else that you that is wrong with you, or anybody that gets sick or whatever. Uh, Johnny, I, I made a questionable uh, viewing decision yesterday. Oh boy, what'd you watch? Uh, the Last of Us TV series. You want to know why it's called The Last of Us? I I know where this is going. Yes. Because everybody's gay and there's no reproduction in faggot world. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. I watched my son. I watched. I watched my son play this game in the 2010s. Mm-hmm. So I was curious. I, I liked the. I liked the zombies in the game. They were called clickers with a hard R, and uh, they were <laughs> basically fungus had taken over people's corpses and were still animating the corpses like, like a cordyceps ant, except right. on a larger scale. Right. And so I. I thought the monsters were neat, so I thought maybe I'd get to see some cool monsters. What did you see, DB? Uh, there were cool monsters for one scene in the second episode. The first episode had a really cool uh, the shit is hitting the fan disaster sequence where well, everything... <laughs> where, well, those are always where, cool. Where, yeah, we're, I mean, it's, it's massive pandemonium. There are right. planes crashing. There are grandmothers chewing on people. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's a uh, it it was it was I was like, all right, I'm you know, I know there's going to be some awful stuff, but yeah, then the third episode. The third episode is is where they start inserting the agenda. Ah, the whole they waited so, till the third whole episode. So, in the third episode, they show what it's going to be like when they actually round people up uh for mass quarantine and FEMA camp stuff. 
uh, they show they show federal agents, basically armed federal agents going through a small town and rounding people up. And the ones that don't want to go, they put them in a, a mass grave. And uh, there's one guy, there's one guy in this, the small town who he's a prepper and he's on top of it. And he said he, he's looking at a, a series of video cameras and he says, not today, New World Order. And I was like, uh oh. Uh, and guess who it is? It's the guy. It's that Ron Swanson guy from Parks and Rec. Oh, that, it's the same guy. Yeah, yeah, he, the guy that everybody now associates with libertarianism. With, uh, yeah, with 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 America. America, you know, but do what I want. But right, right, but he's anything but in real life. It, oh, he's know, a, he's like the biggest libtard shit lib. Right. Yeah, he's terrible. He's a very terrible, uh, terrible person. And I I knew. I knew some. I knew gay s was about uh, gay shit was about to start happening. I knew it because he finds this guy in one of his traps. Uh, he lets the guy into his compound. Mm-hmm. He's he's feeding the guy and he's about to pour him some wine. And the guy the guy says, "Oh, a guy that can pair rabbit with whatever the wine is." And I was like, "Uh oh, uh <laughs> no, uh oh, no." Gay shit's about to start happening. And, and the then, gay and then, stuff starts, right? Uh, yeah, and then the guy runs over to the piano and finds a Linda Ronstand book inside the seat. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to fast forward seven Linda minutes. Ronstadt. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, I'm just going to I'm just gonna fast forward seven minutes. Yeah. Okay, so, so like, the, like, I was wondering why the episode was an hour and 20 minutes long. Because there's and it's a 20 because minute there's long gay sex minutes, scene. There's... There's 30 minutes of just gay shit in there. Oh my, that's terrible, and that's but that's but that's normal nowadays for things, right? Isn't that like the there's that meme of the Netflix formula, right? Take take something everybody loved as a kid. Add well, a I was talking. Gay, I was talking to my shit, kid. Make a million. I was dollars. talking to my kid, and he said this Ron Swanson character in the in the video game is a gay dude, right? So basically they created this long drawn out backstory for this guy that doesn't really exist in the video game, but is still technically consistent with the source material. And I, that is a long way to go for a joke. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's, that's, that is dedication to a bit. They started this bit back in the, in the, in the 2010s, right? You said the teens. Yeah. 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 So this bit has been brewing for 10 years. And uh, there was this long drawn out sequence I skipped past where the the guy that's in the pits is starting to die or whatever. And he's like, this is my last day. I want the last day to be beautiful and, and blah, 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 blah. And, I, and, and like, I, I skip ahead and they're, they're both doing a Romeo and Juliet sitting at the freaking uh, dinner table. They pour a bunch of, of freaking pills into their wine. And like they do a whole Romeo and Juliet sort of thing, and That's I was suicide. like, "This is so freaking corny." Now, why? Why are they gonna die? Well, he doesn't want to live without the guy <laughs> who's dying. Why is the guy dying? Because uh, he's got I don't know. He's probably got like AIDS. Uh, space space grids or something. You know, like it, it, it's okay. it's hard to say. I, yeah, you never know with these with these gay docudramas. Because you know it's like real shit going on like that somewhere. You all right? Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh no, don't, don't die. I, I drink okay. a little water. Oh, so 
Um, speaking of sports, yeah, here's another thing on. I forgot about this on uh, on your buddy uh, Ladanian Hamilton or whatever his name is. From Larry Johnson. Remember Larry Johnson? Yes. The conspiracy theory football player guy? Yeah, that was something I wanted to bring up earlier is that uh, they had some sports ball radio on at work, and they were really upset with Larry Johnson. Yeah, because he's been saying stuff. He says it's like watching an EA sports simulation. Number three goes down as number 13 hits a three at the 13-13 mark. Similar player updates, thanking fans for prayers, but never thanking TMH. I don't know what TMH is. Hmm. Eerie similarities in these events, which are coming off as a mocking simulation. Game was at 3 p.m., Hanner Fieldhouse, Hanner 33. And, of course, Old Dominion's mascot is Monarch. Lionsgate Portal, Monarch Programming. Oh, something must have happened in the Old Dominion game at the same time as... Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. Hamilton. I think Larry Johnson would be a hilarious interview. Oh, I would love to have Larry Johnson on. Yeah, he he really he really goes off. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, you know what? Here's a distraction for you, TB. Oh, there uh, another one. Yeah, here's a distraction. Um, former Secretary of State, or excuse me, former D- Secretary of Defense, Ash Carter, died suddenly. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. Yeah. Strange. Died oh. suddenly. Must be, you know, hey, um, um, but we better not fall for this died suddenly meme because if we fall for this, that means we fell for the thing that allowed six trillion Mexicans to come in through the border. <clears throat> and that's what's important. Yeah, well. Yeah. And also, for some reason, uh, defending the Second Amendment is cringe. Now, so don't. Oh, do it. it is. Yeah, it's that's what I. I mean, that was the update that I was told by people who are. I mean, apparently affiliated with with trannies and Jews. So I don't know. I actually believe those people. So. God, I, I I forgot that Ash Carter was a Obama Secretary of Defense. Yeah, he was sacked after. Because for a while, for a while, like the guy was, like he held over like the Bush guy for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know, it it wasn't wait. Rumsfeld John was Kerry, the Bush John guy. Kerry was Secretary of State, State. for a little while after after Hillary. Yeah, yeah. I just I. I don't know. Kerry I, was, used to, Kerry was I, I used to of keep State. up with all this stuff. I used to I used to know all this the stuff. Secretary of, he was Secretary of State when Trump was elected because he went down to Antarctica, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to make sure that the, the treaty was intact yes, on the ice wall. To go down, so yeah, so Obama's sec- Secretary of Defense drops dead suddenly of a cardiac event. Huh. Sixty eight. Why wouldn't a sixty eight year old die of a heart attack, right? You you think they're gonna stop using that adverb? Suddenly? Yeah. Or unexpectedly? They're both adverbs. Right, but like because of the died suddenly meme, do you I think mean, they're going to st- like headlines are going to stop using suddenly for I, for this sort of stuff? Maybe, I doubt it. Um it's possible. But I doubt it. 
Um, there was something else. Oh, wasn't it died suddenly? What was it? Um, there was another. Shoot. Oh, the Earth. Oh, we had science stuff. You want to do some science stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Antarctica. There is Antarctica. That's the one. Did I send you that picture of the Soviet probe photograph from Venus? No. Damn. All right. Well, it's stupid looking. There's no way it's real. I, I'm I'm sorry. Like, I don't buy any of this stuff. Uh, just, just because you put a yellow filter on it doesn't mean it's Venus. Right. So, but um, while we're while you're looking for that, researchers in Antarctica have recovered a rare large meteorite on the ice. They say they found a space rock for the ages in Antarctica, an extremely rare meteorite that contains some of the oldest material in the solar system. Oh wow! <clears throat> when we saw this one just sitting by itself in the middle of the blue ice, we got so excited. Johnny, I, I found it. I'm sending this to you right now. You're you're gonna laugh your just ass put it, off. Just just put it in the uh, in the prep chat. But uh, yeah, so on the blue ice. It, now we've talked about the blue ice before. The blue ice. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb. I I knew that was gonna derail your train of thought. That's just said. dumb. Hold on, I'm going to put this in The sky is entirely yellow because it's Venus. Don't you know? Right, I'm going to put this in uh, We're we're, going to make the sky Gatorade color because it's Venus. That's not even even sky. That's like piss yellow. Good Lord. It's freaking Gatorade. Like, we've landed on planet Gatorade. Pretty much. Weren't, weren't they in the middle of the war in Afghanistan at the time, and they were they were spending money sending probes to Venus? Yeah, here, here we go. There it is. It's up on the it's up on the stream. There you go, guys. Unbelievable. Now this is this probe is on Venus. Uh, yes. Yeah. A, a, a before it, before the pressure, I think crushed the probe. Okay. Well, because that's that's the thing about like Venus it, is that the I don't the, get what I'm looking at here. It looks like somebody's shitty driveway. Also in like Newfoundland, like Canada, right? These are like the these are like the sea berms up there, but somehow there's like some shitty driveway chunks in the middle of it. And this it's it's yellow because it's sunrise. Like this could easily be. Just a little bit of a filter, like an Instagram filter done on an actual like sunrise picture or something. This is no more <laughs> Venus than the pictures of Mars or any less what's that island in Greenland. Right. This is this is off the coast of Siberia somewhere with a yellow filter on it. Yeah, if that even, you know. That's terrible. And like the little what is this thing in the middle here? Is that a satellite dish? <coughs> what the hell is that? Uh, it's a, I mean, it's it's Soviet tech. It's very, very, very advanced. Sure, but that thing in the front with all the spiky things and it's missing a couple of teeth there on the left. Uh, <clears throat> See where the wow. cursor is? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hmm. 
Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Thank thank you, Moose McGee and Paper Moon for donating uh pills and cans and stuff. Thank you. Yes, and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's very cool of you. Thanks for stopping by and donating. Um, but yeah, there's that's okay, so since we're doing science, um, there's that one. Yellow. That's that's not that's not Venus. That's dumb. Okay. We did the uh let's go back to Antarctica. Where is it? There it is. So they found the meteorites, a 17-pound meteorite described as the size of a gourd. Contains material from billions of years ago. It is one of the largest meteorites ever found on the continent, likely originated in the main asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter, according to a newspaper. So the newspaper told us where it is. Jeez. What the hell? This is ridiculous. <sighs> researchers on snowmobiles spent the better part of two weeks combing ice fields in search of meteorites. They were just there specifically looking for meteorites. Why would you look for meteorites in the snow? Like, how how would you expect to find anything that it's constantly snowing? Look at this. Look at this picture. Look at their. Um, this is ridiculous. They're. The blue ice stuff was really weird. The video footage that we had of a guy holding on to blue ice was really strange. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't remember what the there was some sort of a debunking of that, which I could buy. I'm not sold on the blue ice necessarily, but look at the look at the the horizon in the background. It was pretty flat. Well, yeah, I mean, because reasons, right? But like, oh, there it is, there it is, there's the there's the meteorite. Uh, that's wait, which is the meteorite? It's on the like, screen. That thing, like they're pointing at the guy on the ground. Yes, and now it's going to be. I have a close up. I don't. I don't think that's. It does. I mean, it doesn't matter what I think. Go to the yeah. Go to the article. Just click on the New York Times article and like look at it. It's in the prep chat. Yeah, that's not meteorite. I I don't believe in meteorites, so it doesn't matter right. what I, I think. Mean, it, it, right, that's not. But that's not one. <sighs> and then there's their tents. Scientists from the U.S., Belgium, and Switzerland spent 11 days combing the icy continent looking for space rocks. Because, I mean, that could be, I I don't know, like, couldn't that just be like a rock in your freaking landscaping? Right, it totally, yeah. Like, like what what is supposed to distinguish that from, from from other rocks? Am I missing something? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, this is pretty lame hmm skeptical yeah very skeptical very skeptical yeah i don't i i don't know the the space stuff just uh just cracks me up at this point 
It you does. know, especially some of especially some of the stuff they throw out at you. Well, this is this is one. NASA has simulated a tiny part of the moon here on Earth. <laughs> oh, really? Before going to the moon, the Apollo astronauts trained at various sites on Earth that best approximated the lunar surface because they knew. Such as the volcanic regions, Iceland, Hawaii, and the United States Southwest. To help prepare for upcoming robotic and human Artemis missions, the newly upgraded mini-moon lunar test bed will allow astronauts and robots to test out realistic conditions on the moon, including rough terrain and unusual sunlight. Unusual sunlight. The Lunar Lab and Rigolith Testbed at the Ames Research Center in California. Hmm, I wonder if it's anything to do with... Oh, that's the, um, that's the Ames Monument, but um, yeah, the Ames Research Facilities. Uh, simulates conditions on the moon in a high-fidelity environment, allowing researchers to test hardware designs intended for the lunar surface. Does it do the whole um, vacuum of space as well? So, hmm... hmm. What do you think of this? I mean, like this indoor sand, large indoor sandboxes, they're calling them. The lighting system can recreate realistic lighting conditions on the moon, such as the darkness of a pol- lunar polar crater or the glaring rays of the sun that the Apollo astronauts had to deal with in the lunar mares. I don't know. Dude. Come on, man. This is just a, uh, this is a waste of money. So, okay, here you go. Here's the. Here, I'm going to put it up on the screen. There's your... Look at that, dude. Millions of dollars to make this little diorama. I don't know. I still wonder what the moon is. I don't yeah. really have a... I yeah. don't really... Yeah, I don't really have a good... Uh, you know, there was that video that we put on the channel the other day about what the moon really is. Or what, Wait, was that on the channel or in the chat? Either way, like it's it's very strange. Well, it's a, it, it is uh, a very strange phenomenon because um, there is history written without the moon, like you know, in a time before there was a moon. So either they didn't see it, or there it wasn't there for some part of history. We'll, well, actually, we may actually get into that this season. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, Grognak. Grognak, are you still there? Uh-oh. Never mind, then. <laughs> I think it's just me and you, DB. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I you know, didn't, I sometimes didn't realize... the dungeon takes you. Yeah, I didn't realize he was leaving. Um, but anyways, yeah, the um, some of the theories on like where where the moon came from and how like how you know we captured how the Earth captured the moon, or then there's of course there's the um, there's the the lunar map, and that the moon is actually much larger, and that what we're seeing is a reflection. And uh, we're actually on a much larger surface that's being reflected into whatever the moon is. And there's that. And then there's the theory that the moon is a plasma event, like the sun. And it used to be a sun, but now it's lost most of its energy and is just trying to charge itself up. And that's how, why it goes through its phases. 
There's many, many, many theories on what the heck the moon is. And there's, you know, cheese theory, obviously. How have your chickens been doing? Um, Yeah, we've been experiencing laying issues. However, it is wintertime, and chickens do experience laying uh, dearths during the winter. But we did notice, yeah, I, I, I saw that piece. Um, a lot of people are having a lot more problems with their laying hens than normal. Um, and again, myself included, but we've also, we, we changed, we changed up our, um, our feed, but also it has been exceedingly cold. So I, I don't know that I necessarily buy the, uh, quote, they're changing the chicken feed so you can't get eggs in your backyard necessarily not yet anyway i mean it wouldn't i mean if if i wouldn't put it past them if all chicken feed goes through purina right i don't really trust that purina is on the up and up oh absolutely i don't believe that but i don't believe all chicken feed goes through purina though well a lot of people were getting their their chicken feed through purina oh well there's yeah there's the there's certain brands that are that are made by Purina but bagged under different names. Yeah, there's Dumore and Producers Pride. Those are the big ones in Purina. Those are the three big ones for chickens, but I mean, we been we've been using um a totally different brand and still been having that issue, so it's it's something else in addition to. I think it might be to do with the weather a lot of it. But weather <laughs> Well, I don't know, because I've never raised chickens. I don't know anything about chickens. Yeah. I know that I, I right. like I chicken, but it's it's not high up on my list of favorite meats. No, but... I don't remember I don't remember it being this bad last winter. Um, but it's been like it's been almost a month without an egg. And we have over a dozen hens. So we should be getting this sporadic egg here and there, but we haven't been getting any. Oh boy! Yeah, I I like uh I like the farm grown eggs when they're, they're awesome. To me, they are yeah. awesome. We went, dude. We were last last summer. We were getting uh almost two dozen a week. You know, some of the some of the hens were laying every single day for weeks at a time, and now we've gone you know three four weeks without an egg. It is definitely something going on. There is definitely something going on. I don't necessarily know that it is the feed yet. I have changed up our chickens' feed. You know, um, we don't produce enough waste, you know, food in the house to feed them just on our scraps, like a lot of people do, into for into just forage. We have to supplement because there are, you know, so many of them. Um, so we are. We have found um, a workaround for the Purina stuff, so because it is all Purina, to be to be honest. Like if you go to Tractor Supply or Rural King or PetSmart or any of those places where you buy feed, where most people buy feed for their for their animals, and even you know even um, even people that have farms, you know they're they're going to Tractor Supply, which is basically just the Walmart of you know the feed stores. Right. I mean there you know, there there aren't Sneed and feeds everywhere. Right. Yeah. And I live near a Sneed and feed 
you know, and uh, was it formerly Chuck's? No, it wasn't. It was always been Sneed's. Okay. Ever since forever. Um, but the thing is, is they get the same stuff that Tractor Supply gets. It's the same. There's only so many brands of feed unless you're getting like locally produced, but nobody locally produces stuff in bulk. So you're going to end up, that's how you're going to end up with it. Then you're going to end up with the same stuff that they sell at the Walmart of feed stores. So they're going to get you, they're going to get you in your home chickens too, you know, and your dog food. You're going to, you know, so. (sighs) Yeah, I know. I mean, (laughs) how did they, I'm not not happy about it. How did they starve out? How did they starve out? How many, 11 million during the Holodomor? Uh, lots. Right. Lots. How, how did lots they do white, it? Lots of white Christians. Yeah. How did they do it? They went after their food supplies. So, you know, I know, I know Ice Age Farmer was, you know, Mr. Uh, the, the roof is on fire. The sky is falling chicken little for the past couple of years. And then he disappeared after COVID. Ice Age Farmer hasn't been seen. There hasn't been a post on his website in months. Probably a year at this point. But he was big when, with all the um, all the food uh, production warehouses and facilities that were catching on fire and spontaneously exploding and like you know it's just like suddenly, you know, just like died suddenly it was exploded suddenly right random explosion there was a a corn explosion right in one in one of these places there was a a, a silo of corn just randomly exploded. There was uh, chicken farms. That was the other thing. Here, the, here we go. Now people are having egg shortages, and now people with backyard chickens are having problems. None of these things are coincidental. These are all the things that Ice Age Farmer was screaming about over the past couple of years. And we, I mean, we, we've brought up I, many, many, many times. I mean, I remember seeing a map across the United States of – uh, food production locations that had been hit. Mm. This is about, I think, I think that map appeared mid January. I mean, not mid January, mid July or August. And it was, it was stark, you know, like if, if it was just like four or five accidents, no, but it in, was in a, in a couple situations. There were like Cessna planes that were flown into food production. Yeah. There locations. was a plane that uh, flew into a silo full of wheat. And it blew up the whole plant. And there was one that landed into uh, some kind of milk processing plant. What the hell? How? How? Yeah, if it was one or two, it'd be one thing. But, but it was dozens it. and dozens. Yeah. What about what about the power plants that are being attacked? That are being attacked by that are being attacked by alphabet agency agents. Yes. I mean that's weird. It's very weird that the very thing that, you know, the Fed post, he is Fed poster that ever posted a Fed post wrote in his two Fed post books that you could buy on Amazon until recently. Um, that you can still buy copies of for some reason. Uh, Hunter? Yeah. And also. <laughs> the other one? The other one. Yeah, um. The, uh, it's very it's very strange because they they did they did a blackout op in New York in the seventies 
and that they went over the, really well. They did win the aughts too. Yeah. Remember the I mean, nothing happened though. Like nobody nobody went crazy. Nobody went crazy and nothing happened. Like everybody everybody like everybody was like chill. Okay, there's powers out. Everybody just like kumbaya. Moon. You know, like no nobody nobody messed with anybody. There wasn't a lot of mass burglaries. It was kind of the opposite of what they had planned. I don't know, man. Like it's yeah, there there are all these like weird things that seem to be on the precipice of 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 becoming like hardcore collapsy. Right? Right, but the like doom spaghetti. the actually, doom spaghetti seems to be boiled. Right. But it, it, like it's being pushed in that direction. Not 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 that not the gradual failure of institutions, but just that it's just being rapidly pushed in certain directions right. and uh makes for some very uncomfortable planning of what you're supposed to be doing. It really does because it's like, okay, do I need to be you know, stockpiling up this kind of stuff or do I need to be getting the hell out of here or do I need to like find do we need to do we need to re- relocate to another country? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at this point and, and and at this point where would that even be? Well, like like the thing is like, well, I've got I'm I'm going to have my own chickens and I'm going to grow my own eggs. Nope. No, you're not. Not anymore. And again, we could be totally chicken little sky is falling here. Only a few people. This has happened to a lot of people, you know, that have just gotten chickens for the first time. Don't understand that chickens go through in the a lot of people do to get chickens to extend their laying is to uh put artificial light in their coop so they're they're so they it's it's uh it's the light cycle that causes them to stop laying and once the the sun is in the sky longer they'll start laying again and these people just don't know any better is the cope but I've seen plenty of videos from people who are like, I've had chickens for 20 years and I've never seen this. I've had chickens for going on 12 years and I've never seen this. This is my fourth year having chickens and we haven't had this yet. You know what I mean? So some mildly experienced to very experienced chicken farmers are seeming to be having an issue with eggs at this point. Wouldn't put it past the people who do the things for the World Economic Forum to do that to us. I mean, they tell Circuna. Right. While they produce soy eggs. Ew. Right? Have you seen those? No, I, I don't, I don't want to. Fake eggs, dude. Soy eggs. Like, literally nature's most perfect food. Is the egg. There is no more perfect ratio of fat to protein in nature than than a chicken egg, right? Huh. I didn't know that. Duck eggs, I mean like the amount of yeah, the amount of protein to fat, the carbs, it's like it's like What about ostrich egg? Well, I mean, yeah, they're massive. I'm like the ratio, okay, the egg in general, right? The chicken egg being like perfect. Anyway, Did you, can you imagine the kind of omelet I could make with an ostrich egg? I had, yeah, I've seen um when I was working in San Francisco doing a high-end residential, there was this... Uh, remember Susie Ormond, the rich money lady? 
She used to she had books for women investing in like the eighties and the nineties. No, I don't remember. She had like a blonde wedge haircut. She would always be on like TV on Sundays trying to sell <clears throat> investing to women. It was like her big thing. Anyway, we renovated her. I did the electrical in her house in San Francisco, and uh, her and her partner um, were giving ostrich eggs to their friends as Christmas presents. We didn't get ostrich eggs. We got we got um, cookies. They're pretty damn good. But uh, yeah, ostrich eggs are huge. They had gotten like a carton of I want to say ten ostrich eggs and like wrapped them individually for people. What would you do if you got an ostrich egg for Christmas? Eat it. Yeah, I mean, like, what would you think of the friend that got you an ostrich egg? Like, you're like, thanks. Nobody buy. Nobody gets me anything for Christmas. All right. Yeah. I mean, the only we we only do like within the family, like inside the house. You know, what I mean, it's not like normally. Yeah. Other than like you know like exchanging books, but um. Yeah, I mean, an ostrich, that's just a weird present. I don't know. Wouldn't you think that's just a weird present to give somebody? I mean, it's not a normal present. Right. But I guess if you're rich, if you're like a multimillionaire, I guess. Right? I don't know. Uh, It's just weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird present. Okay. I'll, I'll concede. It's a weird present. Yeah, thank you. I thought so. I thought it was weird back then. When I saw it originally. I, I think you just thought that because you didn't get one. I didn't care that I didn't get one. I didn't want an ostrich egg. Kinda sounds kinda sounds like you care. No. No. Kinda kinda sounds like you wished you got one. I've had my I, I had emu egg, which is like almost as big. It's not really the same thing though, is it? Yeah. I mean like it's not, not really an ostrich egg, is it? I don't really care, honestly, dude. It's I have geese and ducks. Like, I, if I want large eggs, I have eggs. I'm not really worried about eggs, dude. Right, but it's not an ostrich egg. I don't care. It's just an egg. There's, I mean, there's literally, the only difference between the ostrich and the emu egg is the amount of albumin. Really, you know. And I don't really need to eat a dozen eggs at once ever again. That's pretty much emu eggs, like eight eggs. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but it's not an ostrich egg, yeah, I, so it's this, not this, like it's whatever not, this whatever the, the the annoying game that you're doing right now is not working. Stop it! All right, so the moon, <laughs> we did the moon thing. I'm getting tired. I worked all day today. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, man. So, what's going on with the weather? Are you having harp weather too? Um, uh, yeah, I had this. Re- we had this really strange uh, sort of precipitation that I don't. That I only saw about. I saw about in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it starts off as a mist that freezes, and it becomes like perfectly slick layer, right? And then later on, we get dumped with this stuff that looks like when you tear a beanbag open, like the white, the white stuff in a beanbag. Mm-hmm. And then it, and then it hits the ground and it starts to meld together and it makes a, basically uh, an in, impenetrable sheet of of ice on top of the uh, on top of the lower ice. And I know people are like, "Oh, I can't believe in Texas they can't handle ice." No, it's it's so vast over over the okay. So everything 
everything in Texas is far away from one another. So it requires a great deal of highway tra- highway driving. And a lot of these highways, like, it's impossible to salt them all in time. Yeah. So you just don't go anywhere until the ice starts to let up. And that's just how it is. You know, I mean, I didn't go anywhere today. I, I, ha- I, I knew that this was coming, so I got what I needed. And, you know, like... The thing is, is I can drive on this stuff fine, right? But I can't trust anybody else that's driving on it, especially people from California who live here now. Uh, they do not handle this well. Strangely mm. enough. Yeah. Um, the weather, man, it's weird. Uh, hang on, guys. I just released the scratch-offs for everybody on Pilled. There you go. I figured out how to do stuff. How about Yay. that? Yay. Yay. Um, yeah, dude, the weather is very strange. It has been a very, thanks, Harp, very cool kind of a winter. Um, it's not as bad as what they did two years ago with the big flash freeze. Well, it's, uh, we had the big, we've had a big flash freeze where I'm at, at the house. We've actually had chickens lose toes. Poor, poor birds. Their feet froze and they lost their toes. It's really sad, but it happens. I mean, can you imagine if they were ostriches? No, because that's a, a, they're you know how big ostriches are. <laughs> they're pretty big. They are. There's a guy that my son watches on YouTube. He goes by Uncle Ben, and he's got he's got like some wild animal rescue and. California where rich people, you know, buy animals that they're, for their kids that they're not supposed to have or whatever and this guy ends up rescuing them. He's got a couple of ostriches, they're called Reyes. They're smaller ostriches, but they're yeah, they're still huge and they're nasty and there's no way in the world I would allow one of those not on the farm, not even on our farm. This isn't Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Look out, check out the check out the screen though. This is a uh, the first was it the skeletal remains of a of a Neanderthal boy? Oh, I thought that was like some America First podcaster or something, right? <laughs> yeah, um, no, an eight year old Neanderthal boy who died over thirty thousand years ago, supposedly. Yeah, there you go. Looks pretty Irish. <laughs> I mean, he does. Oh, like Gaelic, man. not Celtic. Oh yeah. Yeah, different kind of Irish. Good lord! Oh man! Oh, don't talk about the fucking cozy streamer. That was who's the who's the meth head? Was the screamer? I, I I don't know anything Jesus about Christ. that, and I'm so happy I don't. I I uh, saw somebody posted something about it in the chat. I saw it. I'm like, who the hell is that? And I was like, that's Paul Town. I'm like, that's Paul to Jesus. Jeez, it's sad. Well, I remember when Paul Town yeah, was these, fun to hang out with on Twitter, but now he's like I said, it's him now. These 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 people are, you know, like stand up comics. You know, they're they're very damaged, very damaged human beings. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, the guy, look at the screen. Is that up right? Now? Is that what's on the screen right now? Uh, no, that one, Sergio. Tupac Uzurin. <laughs> yeah, that's that's messed up. 
You know, it's messed up that you're naming your kid after dead rappers. <laughs> but look how old the guy is to have his middle name be Tupac. I don't believe I, I, it. I don't believe that's his name. Oh. <coughs> Dude. That's the uh, guy there. Man, that is, that is the rough. Yeah. Uh, proof that Tupac's a time traveler? So these are oh, migrants. So he, What's going on is these migrants are getting kicked out of this hotel. In, yeah, uh, I mean, they, they apparently overstayed their welcome. Yeah, 32,000 of them. But we can't, for some reason, ship them back to where they came from. No. No. Uh, have, you seen, have you seen the footage of the illegal aliens crossing the Canadian border? How are they getting they're, they're Yeah, they're, they're like running through like 12 feet of snow. It's ridiculous. How are they getting to Canada to get to here? Dude, it's, you know, it's Kalergi magic. You know what I'm saying? Like it's uh, right. It's, like I, I, I don't know. What to, I wanted to tell you it's like how, how did, you know, wh- where did they get all those vessels to put the ones, you know, coming out of Libya and Tunisia to send them up to Greece? I, ha- I have no idea. You know? Yeah, I don't either, dude. I have no idea. I don't yeah, either. I, I, Anyways, we, 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 we know they're doing it. It's we know they're like, doing it. We just don't know how. We don't know how. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap this one up. We're coming at the end of two hours. Um. Season eight is go go check out our first episode of season eight. It was myself, Dogbot, Alt Skull, and Grognak. We do a very fairly thorough taking apart of a schizo sacred cow. Yeah, Teddy got fingered. Teddy got fingered. Yes, Ted K Ultra. Go check it out at paranormies dot com. Uh, the RSS is up there. Um, all the links will be in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, over on D Live. Thanks for tuning in on Odyssey and over at Pilled. Thanks, everybody. We are going to get out of here. There will be a. Um, are you going to read something, DB? I might. Right. Do- Dogbot might read us something for the Necronormicon. If not, there will be something, I promise. And we'll see you this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. From the Handbook of Parapsychology, original printing, 1977. From the chapter on Poltergeist, the section... Apparitions, voices, and other effects. At the age of 13, an epileptic girl in the Midlands, England, began to have hallucinations of people. At first she saw an old man who was taken to be her long-deceased grandfather. Then, in 1971, she repeatedly saw a young girl who claimed to have been strangled in 1808 and who wished to be buried in consecrated ground. Involvement of the rest of the family and of friends began when they witnessed ostensible poltergeist phenomena such as doors and curtains opening and shutting, objects moving, apparitions. Then began to be seen by others both singingly and collectively. These were not only of dead persons but also of persons known to be alive. Dogs, bears, birds, and devilish horny things were also seen. A coldness was usually experienced in part of the body nearest to the apparition. 
Shared apparitions sometimes appeared to different observers to be differently dressed. In 46 of the 116 cases, one or more of the following effects were reported. In 27, apparitions were seen representing human figures, animals, demons, hands, fingers, or amorphous shapes. In 13, intelligible voices were heard, including whispering and singing. Seven of these also had apparitions. In eight others, there were special sound phenomenon, variously referred to as sounds of wind, whistling, groans, laughter, screams, and so on. In five cases, one or more persons were wounded or slapped by some unknown agency or stigmata appeared on their bodies. In five cases, people were pulled or lifted. In four cases, faces appeared, usually smeared on people's faces. The victims of the woundings and of other unpleasantries were usually the poltergeist agents. In four cases, unexplained fires occurred. In three, writing. And in two, the manes or tails of livestock were braided. Several other cases showed peculiarities of their own. Aside from the movements and sounds, most of the effects were not common enough to be regarded as typical RSPK. If we arbitrarily set 10% as the cutoff place, the apparitions and voices remain. The 27 cases with apparitions are distributed as follows over the four periods, 7, 7, 6, and 7, and the 13 cases with intelligible voices, 6, 2, 2, and 3. There's a decrease in both over the four periods. The figures, however, cannot be assumed to be independent since hearing voices and seeing visions may be related and since both were reported in seven of the accounts. In any case, only the decrease in the proportion of cases with voices from the first period to the last three is significant. The decrease may be associated with a reduced tendency in most recent times to personify RSPK phenomena. In early cases, the observers may be more likely to suppose that they were dealing with a personal entity which, well, if it makes knocks and throws things, should also be able to speak and make itself visible. This is not to say that the experiences were necessarily hallucinatory. Several of them were shared by the observers present, including visitors and investigators. Through collective hallucinations may be produced by suggestion, no doubt heightened by the other RSPK disturbances, an objective basis for some of the experiences remain a possibility. There were a total of 33 cases with apparitions, voices, or both, and eight of the RSPK agents were the only ones to hear or see anything. In 17, the hallucinations or voices were experienced by relatives or other members of the household, either by themselves or in addition to the RSPK agent. And in eight people outside the immediate group witnessed the phenomenon. The two former categories may consist predominantly of subjective experiences or the effects of suggestion. The eight collective experiences, sometimes involving police officers and other professional witnesses, raises the possibility that there was an objective or physical basis to some of the experiences. 
Next, let us consider the information provided by the experiences. In addition to the visions and voices, intelligible information was occasionally provided by writing which would mysteriously appear on walls or other places. The Ouija board spellings and by mediumistic type communications received by the agent. The knocks and raps, which were common in many of these cases, provided information through the use of conventional codes, such as indicating the letters of the alphabet by number of raps. These methods were often supplemented the information produced by the apparitions or voices. In addition, there was one case where the information came only by writing, and another only by mediumistic communications. I'm disregarding the few cases in which, where professional mediums were called in to identify the entities. The material in any case was either indefinite or contradictory. Altogether, there were 47 cases of the 116 where meaningful information appeared by one of those means. In about half, 24, the kind of entity was identified, and in 23, there was no personal entity or its origin or nature could be determined. In the former group, three main types of entities were manifested. In eight cases of the 47, deceased persons appeared. In three, deceased persons, living people, and demons were manifested at different times. Ten cases only featured demons or imaginary characters, and in three cases, living people were represented. In a case reported by Pierce in 1973, where a deceased person was suspected of being responsible for the events, no living RSPK agent was identified. In our sample of 116 cases, there were 24 cases with no agents. As we saw before, there were 11 cases with apparitions or other effects suggestive of discarnate agency. Four of these had no living RSPK agents. There is a higher proportion than of the total, though not statistically significant. Some of the 11 cases provided correct information about the deceased, and others, it was false or implausible, or the information could not be verified. Thank you.